This meeting right. is being recorded. All right, and my question is, um, what is the coolest place I both of you have coached, uh, whether it be an arena, a track, basketball court, coolest place? Um, <laughs> I will start with you, Jamie. Oh, geez. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the place was called, um, but uh, I took a group of kids to an individual track, the individual state track meet um, down in like the Grand Rapids area. And the track and the complex and everything was absolutely just beautiful. It was just, and it was a, it was just a, everything about it was cool. All the gorgeous. kids. Yeah, it was just gorgeous. Yeah, so. Dad, you might know what it's called. Do you have any guesses down there? I'm sure he was there. Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, the Grand Rapids uh, area is pretty awesome, Jamie, from what we have up here. Um, mm. Fort Forest Hills. Um, lately, it's been Baldwin, the middle school complex there. Um, yeah, they're they're Sam. You would fit like four trying football stadiums into these Grand Rapids high schools. Dylan can probably relate doing soccer around the you know the Detroit area. But um, <laughs> here you go. Not not all all of you will remember this, but I coached a hockey game from a horse stall one time. I don't know if it was Dylan or who who played over there in Bad Axe or something. Bad Axe, it was me, yeah, with chicken wire for uh... – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how cool that was, but <laughs> – Most unique. That, ain't, that, that uh, word says – Unique, unique would, would, would beat that. They flooded a horse arena, Jamie, and, and uh, the boys played hockey, and we changed actually in the paddock their stalls. Nice. Wild. Yeah. Uh, Max, give one. Um, so we kind of hit on it a little for our pre-show, but what sport has the worst refs? You would say as a coach, looking at a coaching aspect, the worst refs. Soccer coach was me. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a coach. I'm looking for the worst refs. Oh, <laughs> saying yourself, I see. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, I would have to say when people get. Uh, hockey when 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 they can't skate (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) yeah and and yeah and even looking down watching um max play ncaa hockey some of the um what would be called and then let go and consistency yeah yeah, hockey hockey all right yeah i respect that jamie yeah. Well, um, as an official, I'd say there are no bad refs. <laughs> but, no uh, bad I would say I would say the like as far as my coaching experience, as far as refs go, I would say the hardest coach or the hardest sport to officiate would be basketball because it's just so fast. It's so back and forth. It's so up and down um, the crowd. It doesn't matter. You blow your whistle. Fifty percent of the people in the gym are screaming at you. <laughs> every single play and it's you know it's it'd be hard you got to have some thick skin and some tough just yeah i couldn't do it people ask me all the time oh when are you gonna start roughing basketball when you start i said i will never ref basketball (laughs) agreed i i I have to add an addendum i agree with jamie from my almost two decades as a administrator in in athletics watching the way parents and grandparents everybody in the gym jamie can officiate 
Mm-hmm. And if they're they're not officials at a high school basketball game, they're coaches. Yep. And, and so, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. bad, really bad. And, yeah. And, yeah. I would have said without having coached anything ever, I would have said basketball, without a doubt, just because they're right on your necks, too. Like, F that. But uh, yeah. the answer's for both. Um, all right, Sam, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do one quick, and then you're in. Uh, quickly, <laughs> give me your favorite saying as a coach. <laughs> favorite saying. Favorite saying. I'll go first. I always used to tell my kids, um, let's see, how was it? <laughs> Today, there's there's never a good – hold on. I haven't said it in a while. You're good. We're writing this down. I know. <laughs> Jeez, Pete's. There's no better day. There's no better day to have a good day than today. Like that. No better day to have a good day than today. Yep. There's no better day to have a good day than today. You're talking like get off the bus, leave the locker room, pep talk. <laughs> I mean, whatever your favorite saying that you might have said multiple times, whether it be LFG. Whether it be A Rad, I love you. You know, it's totally your call. <laughs> well, I say a lot of that uh, on my in my current job, trying to uh, get through to. Uh, uh, mine is um, talk is cheap. Let's go. There you go. Talk is cheap. Nice. I was, I was hoping for a shoot pass kick smash, but I, I'll take talk is cheap. Well, <laughs> we I say that one all the time, but. <laughs> All right. I let, the, I let the team finish it. Shoot, pass, and they know what I'm going to say. So, before we do a, re- if if we're in a relay team at a track meet, Jamie, and and it's going to matter, and 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 we want to win it, uh, all four. It doesn't matter if it's high school boys or the good girls team. Uh, they'll finish that. It it came from hockey team. Shoot, pass, and then the four will put our hands and they'll say kick some ass. So that's a good one. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Uh, Sam, you're up. Before we get there, I, I want to point out that uh, Dad continues to direct his answers towards Jamie. I don't know if either of us. He's my he's my coaching compadre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam, you're up. <laughs> All right, uh, Jamie. I know your your kids might be a little too young, so you haven't coached them yet. So this is more so directed towards our our dad. Dad, your children do they start instantly, no matter what? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I never, I never ever. Uh, yeah, Sam, yes, but only because they were the best player in the team. The team. Yeah, yeah, no, you, all right, you so, so coach to win. You coach to win. I coached eight year old soccer max to win, and I heard you before <laughs> in the warm up when I when you couldn't hear me talking about or my intro. I heard my intro. And yeah, for for a decade, I'd like to know another parent that has more AYSO. There's not. Wins. You lead AYSO history with 169 wins. Well, North Star League, yeah, just you know, as long as you AYSO. stay above, above ground. But <laughs> for ten years, I'm not sure on one hand how many games we lost. And and I, I have to give a shout out to uh, coaching coaching up and coming coaching brother Cody Jordan because with father John <laughs> um as I have to give a shout out to John you could call him an assistant but he was John was a good guy to have on the sidelines and, and uh 
I really appreciate him and 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 between Dylan and Cody, uh, they made little little boys and girls who were leaf pickers soccer superstars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the six losses weren't from my teams. <laughs> you were those yeah, I, I don't even know if we had six losses <laughs> in ten years. So not for me. Yeah. But I'm going to jump in real quick because this leads yeah. me to my next question. Your all-time favorite assistant. So you've both been head coaches. Good one all-time for favorite assistant. Again, we're looking for a name here. So. Locally, so, John Jordan. Oh, A Rod. Sorry, Rod Cashner. <laughs> Sorry, Rick Phillips. <laughs> All right. We got John Jordan. Jamie. I just have to pick one name because I, I, that's tough. So when I coached middle school um, basketball, coached middle school girls basketball, I was also the varsity coach, the varsity girls basketball coach. And I used to have the varsity girls assist me during the during the middle school season um for two reasons for one it gets the them girls some some coaching experience it gets them in the gym you know during the off season um and for two i i always thought like as an eighth grader to have a senior know what my name was would be like the coolest thing on the planet so um it's hard for me to just pick one i had you know multiple girl i had girls like brooke kyle Lexi Hart, um, to name a few, I guess. So Brooke Kyle and Lexi Hart, I'd say those those two, I guess. Respect that. It's good answers, both of you. Good job. Yep. Um, Sam, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So you guys have mentioned it, Dad. I don't really know, but yeah, you did. Cause yeah. So I'll ask it. Uh, what's your favorite? Like, what was easier for you to coach, the girls on the team or the boys on the team? or coach girls team or a boys team or whatever. So if you had both, which one was easier, but if you were. Yeah. Coaching, in fact, I've had, had both all through uh, the little kids um, in high school, varsity track. I've been the only coach. A lot of other schools had Jamie. Did you have a boys and girls coach both at Whittemore always in track? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, so I, co- I coached, I coached both. We did have we did have one for the girls and one for the boys, yeah. And then for, um, I I did both. Um, well, you did both. I did both. Uh, the last year before COVID, I did both. That's tough, isn't it? Um, oh yeah, it was a handful. Yeah. Uh, Sam, that. there's there's no there's no definitive answer to that. Um, I which one do we, I, what would you prefer to coach, boys or girls? again i'm i'm looking for butt kickers <laughs> okay so i Fair i don't enough. yeah i don't care if if you're a butt kicker i don't gender is, doesn't matter Love yeah. slow yeah. people weak slow people sam making them feel good about themselves that's the challenge that's my boy or girl you want me to be you want me to pick one for sure yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with <laughs> I'll go with uh, – oh, jeez. You're tough. I'll go with boys. I'll go with boys. There we go. He's a sexist. Let it be known. <laughs> yeah, see, Jamie, you got to – come on now. Gone to my head, have to pick one. I'd say boys. Boys are fun, easier to coach. Girls are – they were – they were – they. I tell you, girls made me a better coach, but boys – so boys are easier to coach. Does that make sense? Yep, 100%. Absolutely. 
Um, all right, I want to pop in here. Who is a? Uh, maybe you have one. You should have one. Even if you don't have one, give me one. Uh, coaching and rival. Uh, or just someone you just despised on the other bench, or you know, across the diamond, whatever it may be. The right when the track, and maybe you stand next to him and shake his hand, but you really hate him. Um, someone you just hate to see, or who was a rival you love to see and compete against. You can do either way. Um, Dad, let's start with you. Oh, me? I if 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 you're not. Ah, uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking while you were asking that, and uh, you know, uh, it's generally a, uh, understood that if you're finishing last all the time, you know, I know I'm, I'm invading it, naming it. Um, maybe Jamie can jump in if he's got one. I don't have one. I would just say there's a, there's a mutual respect between all coaches where, but you, you, you don't want to lose. So, you you know, you're talking pregame and you're shaking their hands, but when you're walking away, you're thinking, I'm coming to get you, you know, like. Maybe, so, but like, Livermore's got to have a rival, right? Like, if I'm coaching for Tawas, whoever's coaching for Oscoda is my bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, done. So I will go school, yeah. So in, in, in our little track world of the North Star League, I want to beat Fairview because they're the – predominant team um when when Whittemore when when we could go over to Whittemore and beat a bigger school and when Whittemore was bigger than us I wanted to beat Whittemore I always want to beat the team that's better or ahead of me I don't really give two cents about the people behind me all right yeah they're not my rivals when they're behind me yeah 100 percent. there's no Sorry, Jamie, when we played Winmer, there was nothing there. It was, you know, right. let's right. go in that game, go over. Um, yeah. But Jamie, so that- when, when we snuck in ahead of you guys at regionals, our, our team saw that. And that was like really big for them for that. That was 19, I think. And, mm-hmm. and so we, ex- you may have won the league that year. You guys were shit kickers. Yeah. Yeah. And, we and when we slid ahead of you up in, uh, on the blue track, up in uh, Indian uh, River, like the okay. school, up there, Indian probably. River. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was a big deal. I, I would never, never hold anything against you. I liked you, but the, the but Whittemore to, to beat Whittemore, oh, yeah. Whittemore was uh, just prior to that a few years. I mean, playing with state titles in 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 men's track. Yep. So they yeah. won one. In, we won one in seventeen. I took over in eighteen. Yeah. 18 and right. 19. Yep. Uh, so Jamie almost made the list. I was really hoping you were going to say John Fisher, dad. Uh, little He's about five foot two up in Alpena. Uh, coach. Oh, yeah. Alpena. I couldn't think of his name, but Alpena hockey was, yeah. Yeah, just generally. But uh, all right, good stuff. Um, I've got a couple more questions. I know Max has one. Sam, how you got left in the in the stall there? Uh, yeah, I got one, and I got a couple for Max and Dylan. So. <laughs> all right, well, then I'm going to rip one. Um. This was one that has to be asked. Uh, maybe it cuts deep. So if you guys need a second, just let me know. Favorite teen moment of all time ever so far. So, Jamie, you've had less moments to be had. Dad, you have a handful. Uh, you have state runner-ups on uh, track and hockey. Give me a moment. I'm going to ask you, Jamie, just because we have less of them potentially uh, first. 
a moment that just stands out as your favorite coaching moment of all time so far? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It's hard to just pick one. One that really stands out to me. Um, we had a good <laughs> fourth quarter. We were playing against Midland Calvary Baptists. Um, had a dud first. Had a dud first quarter. Um, we're down. I think we were down probably 12, 13 going into the second. And you know that that we only get a minute. And I said every possible thing I could say to motivate these kids in a minute. And uh, they come out in the second quarter and really and not only caught up but took the lead. Um, and you know, even one of the officials came over to me and said, I don't know what you said, but it worked. So I said, I was like, thanks, man. So that's always something that's stuck out for me. That's good. That's a really good answer. Nice, Jamie. Uh, all right, dad. I think the back to hockey and Dylan, your team that when we, we won districts was, it was just monumental to get out of districts. So, um, I think it was overtime and, and you made a pass to Kashner that district win was that was always a launching point or you, you couldn't get into the state tournament and you never knew what you're going to see in the state tournament, but you played your district foes during the year and Alpina was so nasty and uh, we just kind of laid in wait. And uh, when we went to overtime, that was the game. And I think it was in Mackinac city and I can see it right now. Uh, not so much their captain throwing his runner-up plaque over the glass when they when we beat them, but going to overtime and you at the boards behind behind the net and uh, uh, making a pass out front. I think it was Ryan, wasn't it, that scored the goal? It was Koenig, Nathan Koenig. You passed it to him, didn't you? I might have, maybe. I, I thought I you passed it to Ashner, but winning that district game, that was that was pretty cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just quickly, uh, just to speak on that, dad, you went state runner up that year. Uh, we lost a talented Marquette team and you were on the, on the door for Max's team. You're still on the, on the, on the ice, basically Staying up to Marquette again. Um, we weren't kidding about two state runner ups and then uh track state runner up with four athletes, pretty incredible. Um, so, I mean, that one, I was hoping for that one, the track one, but either way, a hell of a coaching career so far. So but let's move on. Sam, another uh, – you said you have some yeah. questions. I'll, I'll make this my last one. So trophies for all or trophies just for the winners? <laughs> well, that's a, that's Come a on, man. Really... I don't, I don't <laughs> even, we don't even put the runner-up trophies in the trophy case anymore. No. Yeah, tro- just just, one. just for the winners. Yep. Grand. I just was curious. You got two different, you know, age categories here in the coaching world. I wanted to see if there was a di- discrepancy between the two. Sam, I had I had high school uh, uh, shot putters. When the two leagues combined or were separate, it was the, these. There were there were like twelve or fourteen teams in the North Star League, and the shot putter told me because coaches, the little school coaches, were complaining their kids didn't get medals. And, and he said, Mr. Law, he said, if I can't be in the top three, I don't care how many schools are in the conference. He says, I don't want a North Star League medal. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. Max, hit us with the last one. All right. So my last question for you guys is Favy, favorite coaching attire. So what's your favorite coaching outfit? <laughs> what's your fit? <laughs> <laughs> 
coaching outfit. I'm not uh, a tie. I am not a tie guy. Not a tie guy. Polo, you just rock a nice polo. Just rock a nice polo. All right. Nice All right. Yeah, Cruz. Yeah. All right, Dad. Dad. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I, I like. I'm I'm old school. So on game day, when I see when on game day, I I I always wanted our athletes to be in shirts and ties, uh, in the building during the day, and um, home games come back in shirts and ties. Um, I can tell you this right now. Why do you think NHL players uh, show up in, in in jackets and ties? Okay, let's uh, uh, college players. Max, um, why do you think NFL players look as fly as they can look? Most of them getting off the bus um, because there's something to be said how you carry yourself. And when I see high school teams coming into to gyms, Jamie, wearing jeans, I could, I could go soap soapbox into the pulpit and, and preach a sermon right now where um, I want our sport, my sport, our school to be your religion on that night. And by God, you better be walking in to the church of basketball. And when you show up in a damn uncollared T-shirt and jeans or coaches, you know, come on. All right, you're going to wear a wind shirt. I'll, I'll let it go. But when I look at the NCAA and I see West Virginia slobbing beer belly in a in, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> so, what's your favorite tire to coaching? To coaching, tie dye T-shirt, ninety degrees, man, at the state track meet. There it is. There it is. All right, excellent. I'm gonna have one more. Sammy said you might have a couple questions for something else, but I have one more for the two coaches here. Um, three words. To describe yourselves as coaches. Calm, cool, and collective. Calm, cool, collective. You're welcome. I love that though. It is really Jamie's was that Jamie? I can't see him. Yeah. You're you are pretty, pretty uh mellow, Jamie. <laughs> I like I like I like running into you yet at the Whittemore. Uh you give me something to smile and somebody to talk to. Uh, yeah. three words. Um zero to sixty. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> All right, it'll play. It works. Well played. Well played. I, I, yeah. All right. That's good stuff. Thank you both. Sam, do you have questions or Yeah, the, there was just one question. What was you, Max and Dylan and Jamie and Dad favorite rec league coaches growing up? What, what was your favorite one? When we were little. Yeah, when you were little, Dad. <laughs> Who was your favorite rec league coach? <laughs> I didn't have a lot of good rec league experiences like like that I can recall. I mean, we basically only had baseball in the summer, so. Okay. All right. Well, and I'm going to say my father. I'm oh. just going to say my dad. Dylan? Yeah, so my least favorite is, uh, I don't know his first name, Sostak. He was a real A-bag. <laughs> um, Mike Nunn was pretty good. He was a sweet baseball coach. Dad assisted him most of the time through, but it's definitely dad, yeah. I mean, not so when he was a soccer coach, I got to pretty much help set the lineups. And then when he was the hockey coach, I got to help set the lineups for that. So that was pretty cool. So my passion was in his pocket for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Sam? Yeah, dad. I mean, how can you beat Friday night? You 
sit down at the couch and set the lineup for the Saturday morning game. Yeah, <laughs> said, I don't want to decide who was starting first and second game. We did. Yeah. So we'll we'll always make, it always make it look like we were always under the radar, didn't we? Yep. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> never played with us. You understand why you were benched on Friday because you were mean to us during school week. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Timmy, who you got? I'm gonna throw out a name, uh, Matt Inkster. Just a all right. Just a middle little league baseball coach, good guy. Always. I think I knew Matt. Was that Ernie's son? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. I knew a lot of good people at Whittemore. Yeah. Whittemore. All right. More you know. Shout out to Matt (laughs) Inkster. Um, all right, that's all. Well, that's not all for episode 54. That's all for the main segment of episode 54, Rec Coach Roll Call. Uh, <laughs> thank you for Jamie and Kalo uh, for hopping on. You're going to both stay on as we now shift to the Serenity Now segment uh, sponsored by Stage Human Designs. Pay $10, hop on to our Celebrity Now speaker and receive an LTS shirt of your choice designed by Stage Human Designs. Tonight, we have our father, Mr. Kalo himself. All right, two minutes. Am I reading this or are you reading this? You're reading it. Two minutes. Well, I got to switch screens. I I revised this six times every day at school this last week, Jamie. (laughs) I'm putting on my Bo Schimmerkler hat. The purpose of competitive team sports is for one team to beat the other. Simply score more goals, points, or runs. The competition generally has an agreed-upon commencement. For example, hockey faces off. Basketball tips off, and baseball allows their guests to bat first. Football, on the other hand, leaves the first possession of the game to the flip of a coin. The winner of this coin flip gets to decide to play offense or defense first. Uh, By the way, the NFL penalizes its own players for participating in games of chance, but we flip a coin to start NFL football games. Moving on, if scoring the most points is how you win – Now, why do football teams that win the coin flip give their opponents the opportunity to score first? Within a week's time span, our beloved Detroit Lions and Michigan Wolverines playing at home in front of capacity crowds won the coin flip and gave the opponent the ball first. Both of their opponents scored touchdowns on that offensive possession. Now, Michigan just the dominating football team. It didn't really come into play. The Lions, on the other hand, were ripping home up, just total hype, crowd going nuts, and their defense was on the field for six to eight minutes, and no one's going to ever convince me that that didn't come into play on the final drive in overtime. In addition, the defense that's counted on to hold the line at the end of the game, they'd already been on the field eight minutes to start it. It's even possible the offensive line, that in that Lions game went down and scored right away, was going, what the hell? Why why give us the ball? Serenity now. I say if you win the toss, play offense, get behind the blocking sled or the hogs, and go score a touchdown. Put the opposition in a hole that the defense never lets them out of. Holy moly, serenity now. Nice. I love Just it. Andrew would be proud, rolling over in his grave. Um okay. hat has smoke coming out of it. Let's go. <laughs> there it is. Good deal. Uh that's turning now. Brought to you by Stage Room Designs. Good work there. 
strictly low. Um, so to recap, essentially, the right now is if you win the coin toss, take the ball. Just yeah. for all Taylor Swift fans who are not listening and don't understand sports, just say you want the ball. <laughs> all right. Well done. Let's move on to our newest segment, uh, Sam's Cooler Talk. So, Sam, you're going to have five questions this evening, 30 seconds to answer all of them. Uh, one's coming from, so 30 seconds probably stretch because one's coming from Mr. Kalo himself. Um, one's coming from Jamie, and three are coming from me. You do have a mulligan where you can essentially say, no, I don't want to answer. Um, this segment, Sam's Cooler Talk, is sponsored by Modelo. Shout out to Modelo, looking for a crisp lager that's moderate on calories and masterful on flavor. Look no further than Modelo Special. Modelo Especial is more than just a Mexican summer sipper. It's official beer of the Saturday morning soccer parents and Thursday night. It's almost the weekend celebratory. Stop into your local Meyer or look minded, like-minded grocery store to grab yourself some Modelo Especial. A cerveza, straight cerveza. All right, Sam. We're getting Jamie the first question. Here we go. All right, Sam. Here you go. Big one. In your lifetime, would you rather see the United States men's soccer team win a World Cup? Or the Detroit Lions win a Super Bowl. Lions you only Super can pick Bowl. one. Lions, Lions Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Okay. Easy. Yeah, super okay. easy. Wasn't okay. wasn't guessing that. All right, Dad, you're up. Sam, would you like to sip on tell me what you know about sake? Oh, uh, so much. You like it? Yeah, fantastic. What is it? I don't know. It's rice wine. Three it's questions. Rice? All right, we're done. All right. <laughs> that was my question. Sake. Three-parter. All right, I'm going all negative here. Uh, Sam, least favorite coach of all time? Uh, Drew Decker, basketball. Hell yeah, suck a dick, Drew. All <laughs> right, worst sports smell you've ever smelt? Max's hockey gloves. Nice, that is a good one. Oh, a good one. Um, <laughs> worst sports arena you've ever been to, professional or rec? Sorry, Jimmy. Whittemore soccer field. That thing was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. <laughs> well done. Pink Conning was pretty pretty bad as well, but yeah, they, they were competing. Um, thank you, Sam. Sam's Cooler Talk, sponsored by Modelo. All right, that's all for episode 54, Rec Coach Roll Call. Today will be Wednesday, September 27th. Before we get out of here, we have a quote by Bo Beckler. If you want to become a great leader... You need to prepare yourself to become a great leader. And the best way to do that is to study great leaders. <laughs> Thank you, Bo. It's a great quote. Uh, that's all for episode 54, Legally Teaching Engineer Sports, Rec Coach Roll Call. Thank you to Jamie and our dad, Mr. Kalo. Uh, thank you both. Great guests for uh, great coaches and great guests. So thank you both. Uh, thank you, boys. Yes, thanks, guys. Absolutely. So that's all for episode 54. Max, what's our POV? PVO. All right, shout out to our GHLs, our great heroic listeners, and especially to Mark Kishko and Travis Simmons. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Yeah.